All right, guys, welcome to another edition of Texans Unfiltered, or uh, actually, no, sorry, Texans Bets. God, so used to Texans Unfiltered. Welcome to Texans Bets week, week four. Uh, we're going to go into, we'll recap last week because uh, yep. we had some success. We did. And then um, we'll go into this week's bets. Now, this week's bets are a little difficult as of right now. COVID-19 is is kind of tricky. For the Texans specifically. Yeah, both the Texans game uh, is off the board because they play the Vikings, who are in quarantine because they played the Titans, where the actual outbreak happened this year, or last week rather. And then the Titans are also off the board on their game. Um, uh, so so both of those were part of our, our, our parlay or part of our, our talk today. So I think what we'll probably do is we'll just, we'll do a, a podcast now. I think that the the game assumptions that I'm going to make and some of the recommendations I'll give are probably unchanged as long as they play this week. And then later this week, we'll, we'll pro- record the Patreon parlay and we might actually add a, um, a bonus player props parlay if we, uh, do it on Friday or Saturday after, after the player props are released. So I, maybe this will be a, a good forcing function for us to get into the player props that I know a bunch of you have asked for. So, uh, stand by for that. Awesome. Okay. Great. Uh, all right. So I guess recap of last week as we usually do, let's, Talk about. Yeah, I mean, good news, bad news, right? Good news is the bet hit. Bad news is the uh, Texans are 0-3. So the, the if you recall, the Texans wound up a kickoff at oh, uh, plus 4. So they were four-point underdogs. You could either win outright uh, and win your bet or lose by as many as three. If you lost by four, that bet pushed. Um, but we we were a little bit wary after the first two weeks and losing a bunch of money. So we wanted to increase our chances of winning. So we took an alternative line and we paid for that in terms of the, uh, the payout that we got, but we bought it down from four, uh, plus four to plus eight and a half. Yep. And if you recall, uh, the way that the game ended was that the Steelers are sitting there in the red zone, ready to kick a field goal or ready to score a touchdown. But just because the clock and the clock management, all they do is they get into victory formation with a seven point lead. They don't kick a field goal. Uh, they don't score a touchdown and are eight and a half points. Hits. I mean, it was, it, to be honest with you, it was, a, it was a minor miracle that the eight and a half points hit because they were, I mean, they were a field goal away from that bet even losing. Yep. And so did you place a bet on that bet? Yes. Yeah. So uh, on which bet? On, on eight and a half? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. So I, I had, I had my big, my biggest nut of the, of, of the week riding on, on that. And so I'm staring, you know, I'm, the game was, you know, uh, <laughs> we talked about it the last couple of weeks. I'm not a huge fan of the Texans, but I'm, they're growing on me and I'm just sitting there. All game, it's really kind of torturous. Not not much is happening, and then I'm thinking, God, the Steelers are just going to kick a field goal, and I'm, we're not even going to lose, you know, win the eight and a half point bet. But then, like I said, because of the clock management, they just took three knees, and the clock ran out, and oh, lo and behold, seven points let the eight and a half points ride. Yep. Okay. All right, and then we also have another recap, right? Did or did we do something else last week? Oh, uh, we we well, we did a money line bet, a small money line bet yep. on the Texans, which lost. Um, but that was, I, as I mentioned last week, that was more of an emotional hedge. Yeah. Right. At this point, you know, rooting for the Texans to to lose by up to eight points is not very satisfying when they're zero and three. So I think moving forward, and I'll recommend it again this week. Every week that we put, I think, kind of a, a rational bet, I'll put an irrational bet on the Texans to win because you know they need to start freaking winning. <laughs> I mean, this is the the, the case there. And, and on the Patreon parlay, um, I know that I, it doesn't go out to everybody, but the, the, that was an interesting one too. We took a teaser. So we bought seven points off of the four for the, uh, for the, the Texans. And then we bought, uh, seven points on the, I think it was five on the, the Dallas Cowboys and both the Cowboys lost in almost similarly brutal fashion, but they, but both of those 
were under the 10 points on the teaser. So that teaser hit. But, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll recap that in the Patreon teaser a little bit more. So quick update. I would have – so I did a parlay this week. I did – but I did not do the – where I took the over and increased it to 8.5. I kept it at 4 mm. and did the parlay with the Panthers to cover because they were actually dogs to the Chargers. Yep. And then there was another one I did, I believe the Bengals. And I won those two. Right. And, and because of because the you didn't Texans, because yeah, I didn't take our own the, advice, the, the extra, I ended up yeah. losing. Yeah, and it would have been a good payoff. It would have been a good, well, you know, three-game uh, parlay is a pretty good payout. I mean, it, it wasn't that I didn't think that the Texans could cover just four. I just, I, I wanted insurance, and yeah. it turns out that the insurance was It was, was well needed. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about this week. Uh Texans 0-3 going against the 0-3 Minnesota Vikings. Uh, both teams are atrocious at this point, uh, beyond the record. Both, I mean, I think we talked about it a little bit last week. You know, Kirk Cousins was six of 20 in week two. Looked better this week against the Tennessee Titans defense that is not very good. Um, and then in week one or week two, they, it was either week one or week two that they lost to the Colts and got demolished. Um, what are your thoughts and feelings on this game? Yeah, and you know, right now the the line is off the board as we mentioned, but before before it was removed earlier today for COVID, it was Texans to be they were four point favorites, so they were minus four. Um, the over under stood at fifty four and a half points. So my my at advice fifty four and a half fifty four and a half yeah wow. yeah it's high. So my my advice here is to take the te- take the Texans uh, to be four point favorites. I, I think they can do it. Um, if you're squeamish at all, you could take them on the money line. But I would I think the better bet here is uh, so I'm recommending either one of those, and I'll probably hedge a little bit and put half on um, the, the them to cover the four and half at a money line, just a, a straight and outright win. Um, but in both of those cases, I'm going to parlay them with the uh, the under. I think the under here is, um, uh, you know, I, there's nothing for sure, but if you just look at the points, the points that the Texans have scored, the points that the, which is in the kind of low twenties, the points that the, uh, the Vikings have scored, which is 19 across the first three games. Both teams are averaging 19 points yeah, a game. Yeah. You just, you don't get up to 54. So I, I think that the under here is, is likely. And especially if there's any kind of personnel shift with the Vikings, um, there may not be. It was actually the Titans. Where there was an outbreak, and because the Titans and the Vikings played last week, that's why the Vikings are in quarantine, and that's why the bets are off the board for now for the Titans uh, for the Texans game. But you know, if there's any personnel changes, it's going to cause further disruption. You may not get 54 and a half once the the game goes back on the board. They might lower that a bit just because they might they might think it you know, might not be that high. But as long as it's around 52 or above, I would take the under, um, and I would parlay that half with uh, the Texans uh, money line, uh, so Texans to win. And half to, for them to cover four, so win um, by at least uh, four points, or actually by five points to make that bet really cover and not push. So it's an interesting scenario to be in. This is basically the first live COVID betting that we've actually had to witness in the NFL season. So they were four-point favorites. You have to wonder now, because there's no practice today, potentially no practice tomorrow until they get all their test results again tomorrow. Today, to be clear, today the Vikings tested negative. Every single player right. and coach right. tested negative. Yep, it's just a, a, but they a are quarantine waiting, issue. Yep. They're yep. waiting till tomorrow to yep. get another round of tests to yep. be sure before they start putting on the pads and practicing. So we're talking about two days of missed practices and walkthroughs. Everything's going to be virtual. You have to wonder if there's going to be an increase on that line. If the line goes up. Or, you know, a lot of times what, what Vegas will do is that they'll just they'll sit the line down at four points, and they won't offer a money line, and sometimes they won't offer an over-under. They always offer a spread just because I feel like 
they, I think they think they have to offer a spread, you know, just because everybody's expecting one. Right. But a lot of times they'll take almost every other bet off the table. Um, that, that may be the case, or they might just add like a COVID two, you know, so maybe it's to cover six. Four, frankly, four, five, and six points are what, what uh, a lot of people call, if you listen to Bill Simmons's podcast, he calls it the Vegas zone. The reason it's called the Vegas zone is it, it's, it's kind of those spreads where it's neither here nor there. Last week we talked about kind of uh, three power numbers, three, seven, and ten. I guess this was in the Patreon parlay. Um, but it, it, the, um, just for, for those of you who, who are not following, typically games are decided in three, seven, and ten increments more than any other number combination. And so if you're somewhere in the middle, if you're three and a half, that makes sense. That means you're covering the three. If you're seven and a half, that makes sense you're covering the seven. If you're ten and a half, it makes sense you're covering the ten. But if you're somewhere in the middle and the kind of no man's land, like four, five, and six points, it really doesn't mean much. It means that Vegas doesn't really know what's going on and they're just adding a little bit of insurance. So you, you could see the line moving from um, minus four to minus six. As a better, to me, that doesn't change the situation dramatically. Uh, I mean, that means you still need a touchdown to cover. Uh, you, need, you need a touchdown to cover four. You need a touchdown to cover six. So as long as it stays right in that range, I think, you know, taking at least half of your money and putting it on a spread with the under and then half of your money and putting it on the money line so the team to win outright with the under, I think those are both good bets for next week. So it looks like uh, the Steelers, Titans, Texans, and Vikings have all been alerted that there's a chance that they, the game could be rescheduled. FYI, that just, Interesting. That just yeah. happened. Um, okay. So, yeah, I guess when I'm thinking of COVID, because this is just new. They're brand new. Brand this new. is all new. Yeah, Nobody yeah. knows. These kind of in-season like kind of things that would change multiple teams, this thing, is, in my knowledge, has never happened in the last 25 years I've been betting. So if there's any time that you potentially have an opportunity over Vegas, this might actually be it. You might, they because don't they don't know what they're doing either. They don't know either. They don't know what they're doing either. Just so everybody's clear, nobody knows what to do with COVID. Vegas is another team or another, you know, organization that has nothing to, they know nothing about COVID. They don't know the impact. They don't know what can happen. So this week could be an interesting week of betting. The other thing that Vegas could do, and you wouldn't blame them for doing it, is that they could just make all of these bets void. Um, so, you Have know, you it, seen that before? Yeah, sometimes it happens that you, they usually don't do it. Unless it's a really big deal that's going to lose them millions of dollars, they'll try to pay out what you've already bet. So if you had already bet four and it moves up to seven, um, they could technically, and if you look at the bylaws, if you read the fine, fine print of all the betting houses, they can remove any of the bets and just give you your money back. But they typically only do it when it's something negative for the better. Um, you know, I, I, a couple of cases I, I, I can remember where, you know, that pass interference call against the Saints. Yep. Um, you know, that, that everybody, it was clear that the, you yep, know, against yeah, right. the Cowboys, or uh, Green Bay, Green Bay. Yeah. Green in Bay. the playoffs. Yeah. They, they gave, or was it the Rams? Oh, Rams. Rams. Yeah. yeah, yeah the sorry. Rams. The Rams. Yeah. They, so blatant. Yeah. So Bovada, I know one of the big main offshore betting houses gave everybody who had bet on the Saints their money back. Um, as, as kind of, it's a little bit of a PR ploy, but also like a good faith to the better. Like we're, we're fans too. Yeah. Um, so usually it's in the fans interest when they do that, but they do have the right to just cancel the bets. Um, and if, and, and you know, they can do that at, at will. Uh, so we'll, we'll see. I and mean, frankly, I just don't know. I think, you know, instead of just kind of dwelling on the game, because there's so many things up in, uh, you know, up in the air, one of the, the, the listeners, uh, we'll call him Westchester Mark. He, he emailed me and he said, you know, why don't you cover a betting topic every week? Um, you know, that might be interesting. And I thought, 
one of the things that I've struggled with, just I'm, I'm not I'm not a math guy necessarily. You know, I, I know how to add and subtract, et cetera, but I'm not a good for you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> making progress. Congratulations. In this That's right. Yeah, um, but you know, I and but I'm not a quant, but I, I developed a couple of just shorthand kind of arithmetic things in my head to figure out the probability associated with the odds. So I thought that we, I know this is going to get into geek talk, so I'll, I'll try to make it as kind of, um, you know, fr- friend, radio friendly as possible. Um, but the way that I think about the odds is if it's a negative odds, um, so th- these are favorites. So if you're uh, minus 200, that would be, you know, a, 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 two, a, a $100 bet would pay out, you know, uh, under $50. So, you know, it's a pretty big favorite. The way that you calculate the probability of a team winning is you put 200 over 200 plus 100. So that's 200 over um, uh, 300. So two to three or 66% chance of winning. So that's, that's how you calculate the probability of a plus, uh, sorry, a minus 200 odds. Um, so what you're saying there is if it's minus 200 odds, do you believe that that team has a greater or less than or equal to 66% chance of winning? If you believe that they have like an 80% chance of winning, I know this is all kind of fuzzy math because you're doing the calculations in your head and you're trying to remove emotions and those things. But if you, you figure they have a really good chance of winning and the odds are that, you know, the, the, the probably the odds say that it's 66% chance, you know, maybe, maybe don't take the bet because the, the bet isn't giving you enough juice. It's not giving you enough payout to make that worthwhile. Um, now if you think that they are, you know, and on the other side, if they're favorites, um, let's say that they're plus 200, um, you know, so that would pay two to one, um, on, on your bet. Um, what you do there is you t- put 100 over 200 plus 100. So 100 over 300 or one third probability, 33% probability. And you say, well, do you have a greater than th- 33% probability? Maybe you feel like it's a toss up more like then those odds are actually pretty attractive because you're getting payout for odds at 33% where you think they might have a kind of a 50 50 chance of winning. So, you know, I, I, I know that there's a lot of math right there and we're probably not all following. I'll, I'll put it all in the article that I'll write probably later this week so you can see all the math down. But it is, it is important to think about not just the odds and the calculation that you do on the payout in your head, but how that translates to the probability of the team winning. Because that, you could get a sense, a better sense of whether or not the, the, the probability of the line is a good value or not. And that's a lot of the times what we do here is that we'll look at these lines and even if you loved the Texans one week, um, but you say that they were like, uh, you know, plus or sorry, minus 300 under, uh, uh, sorry, minus 300 favorites, but you don't think that they're kind of going to destroy the other team. You think they have a pretty good chance of winning, but you know, you don't think that they're going to, you know, out of 10 chances that they're probably going to win seven or eight times out of the 10. Maybe you don't take those odds and maybe you go to the over under or maybe you go to the first the first half line, or maybe then you go to player props instead. It's not just a good value. So when you're looking at and betting on teams and sports generally, um, not, don't just look at the odds and what you could get in return. Try to figure out if those odds that Vegas are giving you is a good value because that's another way where Vegas is trying to get you is that they're trying to trick you and goad you into betting on a favorite, but they might not give you the odds that that favorite should command. And if, that, if that's the case, I always recommend stay away. Okay. Um I guess let's talk about how you're feeling about the over seven and a half games right now. <laughs> well, I, you know, I, I'll just say I don't feel great about it. I, you know, if you, we, we had planned on this though. If you, if you actually looked at that, that first article. So James is referring to the, the first week we had, we looked at the season props. I wrote an article. We did a podcast. 
and I thought that the team had a good chance to go over seven and a half wins. And when you looked at the actual schedule, you marked at least two of these three games that they played down as losses already. So if you think e- even in the, the like a normal case scenario, we're probably only one game behind where we should be, and maybe we're actually kind of where we should be. Now, I would think that they obviously need to start winning to get to eight, eight games is what you need to cover seven and a half games or eight wins to, to cover seven and a half wins. Um, so they need to start winning. And I think that, you know, against the Vikings, there's no better opportunity this week than, than to win. I, it's, it, it's hard to say at, you know, week four, if a season is lost or not. And I realize that the Texans have a history of losing a bunch of games in the beginning of a season and then making the playoffs. But if they go on and lose to the Vikings this week, um, you know, it's, it's getting close to like a, Pack it up. Let's, let's, let's reshuffle and blow up the season. Cause I, I don't, I don't really know how you come back from not just going 0 and 4, but one of those four losses being the Vikings losing four in a row and just not being able to show your team much. I, it would be, I, I, you know, they're one of the only teams to go from 0 and 4 to the playoffs, right? Or, 0 and 3. 0 and 3. Okay. So if they go 0 and 4, um. Bill O'Brien's trying to set another record. It's <laughs> yeah. never happened 0 and 4 and made the playoffs. Yeah. He's playing with fire. Yeah. The only upside for, uh, the Texans is that the AFC South is pretty brutal, generally. Yeah. Um, it's, it's not a strong, uh, division. I think the only weaker division might be the NFC East. Yeah, that's a pretty bad um, division yeah, this year. Yeah, the NFC East is pretty weak. I mean, the Cowboys could make it in at, I don't know, seven and nine. Who, who knows? Uh, maybe the, maybe the, 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 the Washington football team will make a, the playoffs and piss everybody off because they haven't changed their name. Um, but anyway, I, you know, these are, these are two of the, the weakest divisions in, in football right now, the NFC East and the AFC South. And it's very probable that the divisional winner is an eight and eight team. Um, I think that nine and seven is actually a really good bet. I don't, I haven't looked at that, but if you could bet an eight and eight or nine and seven winner of the NFC South or NFC East, or AFC South or NFC East, I think that would be a good bet to, to look for. Yeah. So I'm, I'm looking at the schedule and that's the reason why I asked because originally I had them coming out of this two and two. Now two and two's out the window right, through week right. four, but I also had them beating the Packers because the Packers weren't very good last but year. But now they are. But now they look like Aaron <laughs> yeah, Rodgers. Yeah. So that's a loss. Yeah. Um, but you still have to play the division. Yeah. We haven't played any in the division yet. Yeah, so, so there's still six, six, that's games. six games, right? Um, you know, you're going to lose one probably to the Colts. They split uh, with the Titans. Maybe I don't know. I don't think the Titans are the very Titans good. The Titans are but Titans are pretty bad. But yeah. let, let, so I let's mean, say they're 3-0, they, okay, but let's say they split with the Colts and they they sweep the the Jaguars and sweep the Titans. That's five wins right there. Yep. Let's say that they win against uh Browns. the Vikings. Well, let's say they win against the Vikings. Six. Six games right there. And then what so what are some of the remaining games? So then you have Browns, Lions, uh Bears, Bengals, uh, so I mean, the Bears out of those teams, the Bears look better than last year. Uh, all of a sudden, the Bengals, you know, Burroughs look strong. He could come on, but they, there's, there's still the Bengals. Um, so, uh, you know, of a of a buddy in uh, Cincinnati. Uh, sorry, sorry about that. Rob. I, I like the Bengals. Do you like the Bengals? I like Joey Burrow a lot. I, I like them too. I, I think I, they're exciting. They're, I, they're an exciting team. I, I just, I, you know, I don't, I don't know if they're a good team. Well, not yet. The, not the, yet. The, there's a difference. I think. Yep. yep. And then, you know, the Browns seem like their stock is, is flatted down, um, uh, over last year. So I think of all those, maybe, and the Lions are always a little bit frisky. I don't, I don't, I, I'd like to stay away from the Lions. I have, I have no read on I the I would Lions never ever. bet on the, anything Alliance. Yeah, yeah. I just, I have, I figure from week to week, they're so confusing. I feel like they, they lose games they should win and vice versa. So it really makes it difficult to bet on. Um, but you know, I, I think of those four, I mean, we just did it. They need, they would need two wins out of those four games. Um, and I, you know, to, to get to eight. And I think it's very possible. Yeah, I would agree. I still think it's possible. I still think this team 
given the schedule, given that there's still, um, you know, uh, division games left, I, I do think that, and, and you have Deshaun, so I, I do think there's a chance, but I'll tell you, I think we'll know everything after this week. This is the most telling week of any week that we've if, had. If, how this game goes. If we'll, they lose, they're broken. I mean, it, it's it, I, I don't, I don't know how else you, you could can. say it. Yeah. You, you can. That's right. That's right. Uh, all right. What else do we have? Well, I, I think we're, we'll, we'll delay, um, any other talk about the, the lines. I think it'll be interesting to come in and do a kind of a bonus podcast. So look for that later this week because we'll, we'll probably have some data on how COVID has changed the lines, which will be an interesting topic to discuss. And I think waiting until Friday or Saturday, we'll also have the player props. Those aren't released until after Tuesday when we do these this recording. It's Friday or Saturday, right? For it's player it's props. Th- th- Thursday night mostly. Um, on my bookie for yeah, all of them. Not Bovada does it on Thursday night. My bookie does it on Friday. Okay. Um, so they're they're all a little bit different. And really, what they're waiting on is injuries and kind of the last yeah. second thing. And and really, a lot, not not many um, kind of professional sharp betters do a lot of uh, player props, and that typically yeah, typically the offshore places have limits on those. Those are more like for retail people, and re- retail like meaning amateurs, you and I. Um, we we typically do most of our betting on the weekend just before the game, so they they hold those player props until then. But you know, given that the Texans are being increasingly you know difficult to bet on the game because we we just we we don't have a lot of. It's 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 not very encouraging the the betting so far betting on the Texans and if they continue to be bad you know fingers or knock on wood that they're not but if they continue to be bad that's not going to be very fun to bet on the Texans so we might move to start betting on the players we would uh, which, have to. which could be more interesting for us yeah because I'm interested to see what the David Johnson player prop is this week because he uh, Minnesota Vikings run defense is about as bad as ours yeah so but but the Texans run the rush is awful. Right? Our pass rush? No, no, sorry. They're, they're rushing game. They're running game. It's well, like six, It wasn't week one, right? Well, I think they're averaging 66 yards a game yeah. on the ground. We had 147 against the Chiefs in the first week. Um, I, the crazy thing about that is, is that you think that Deshaun would get that himself it's, it's, in these games. So it's scheme stuff. So, I mean, we, we'll, we'll be talking about it tonight, but there's a lot of, um, you know, David Johnson is not an in between the, the tackles type of runner. He's an outside zone guy, stretch guy. Pitches, misdirections, counters, uh, but and Bill, receptions too, right? And receptions, yeah, yeah, yeah. and Bill O'Brien just continues to run him up the a gap. Yeah, That's all yeah. he's doing, like just, a power back, just north south. He's stuff. a fast guy that has you know a, a quick cut that can bounce it outside. We haven't seen that except for in the first week, uh, and so he's just there's nothing David can do. I mean, it, the film backs it up. He's <laughs> Being set up to fail. And on Deshaun, are they not turning him loose? Do they want him to stay in the pocket? Is he afraid to run? What's going on? Bill O'Brien wants him to be Tom Brady. They want to be a pocket passer. He wants a pocket passer. You know, we, my, my buddy and I won, I don't know, a couple of hundred dollars two years ago where we kept betting, uh, the over under yards for Tom Brady was one and a half <laughs> and we were betting the under. And we, we were winning week over week on the, on one and a half, under one, smart bet. under one and a half yards. It's a smart bet, especially because if you ever, if you take a knee as a quarterback, you actually get negative yards. So and they're always ahead. So he got, he had one run, Brady, a couple of years, uh, years ago where he had maybe six yards, but then at the end of the game, they were in victory formation and he kneeled three times and he lost nine yards. So he was actually under, he was negative yards for the game. Yeah. Um, but if he really wants, if, if O'Brien wants Deshaun to be, Tom Brady. I feel like that's a waste of half of his talent. Feels it feels funny, at least from a uh, like a fan's perspective. Yeah, no, I would agree. I would agree. All right, um, all right. So we're gonna get out of here. We're gonna be back Friday. We're yep. gonna do player props, uh, and then we'll see if you guys like that. Maybe we'll, we'll make it a Friday thing. Yeah, absolutely. Do 10, Fifteen minutes about player props. 
Uh, and then, yeah, we'll uh, catch you guys on the po- regular podcast tomorrow too. Yeah, good luck to everybody, and uh, like keep an eye on those lines and see what happens after the the COVID uh, breather, uh, you know, c- concludes. We'll see how. We'll see how Vegas treats this. This this will be a good case study in real time. Well, this will be a good thing to watch as, you know, this won't be the first time. I mean, the last time. This, this is going to be yes, something that's sure. going to continue. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so it'll give us a way to navigate. Exactly. Awesome. All right, guys. We'll catch you guys next week for Texans Bets. Signing off. See ya.